Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, equipping men for growth in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Check out menofiron.org to learn more about how you can get involved in or support the vision of changing a culture one man at a time. Thanks for listening. Here's your host, Chad Zook. Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. My name is Chad Zook. I'm the host of the show. This is episode 91, and it's entitled Be the Boss, and we're going to see what that is all about here shortly. It's kind of amazing that this is episode 91. We've had a lot of great conversations, a lot of stimulating and impactful content, and we have much more coming. You know, we at Men of Iron are changing a culture one man at a time. It's our passion, it's our calling, it's our mission, really. If you're a listener to this podcast, you probably feel the same way. We lean into hard-hitting topics and have impactful conversations to help men improve their faith, family, finances, fitness, and friendships. We aren't a kid glove bunch. We're a rowdy group of men committed to our walk with Jesus. In the next couple weeks, I'm interviewing Dustin Johnson, and he's going to share a testimony that will absolutely fire you up. And then I'll be having a conversation with Mike Yarbrough. He's the founder of a movement of men called Wolf and Iron. I've admired Mike's work for several years, and we're going to have a hard-hitting interview talking about being an entrepreneur in these tumultuous times and also how men of faith need to respond to the current crisis of our day. We live in a world that demands productivity, goals, social connections, and high achievement. We move so fast that sometimes we find it impossible to slow down and appreciate where we are, what we're doing, and who we are doing it with. But that's about to change as we talk about slowing down before things speed up. Let's go. So I'm sitting in an Atlanta bread company one morning, drinking some bland coffee and eating a warm bagel. My laptop's open, and I'm entrenched in a writing project. This isn't my usual routine, but I'm grasping this moment like a kid flying a kite in a 30-mile-per-hour headwind. A series of circumstances led me to be out of the office for the day, but I didn't mind the change of pace. As I'm working on an honorary doctorate and people-watching and busily typing away, three groups of people caught my eye. It was really interesting because the three different groups of people are in different areas of the restaurant, and they're all spread out, but they all had the same look. They were all older folks sitting in their typical seats, talking their usual talk, and seemed to be oblivious to time. They gave the impression that they had nothing better to do than just to sit and slow drink cups of coffee all morning long and catch up on the recent gossip. These types of usual suspects are found all over the place. Every nook and cranny and corner cafe around the world provides an opportunity for people to intermix. I remember seeing these type of people in Italy and France while I was hunting the perfect cappuccino, which I found numerous times. These people are as common as sin, really. As the smell of freshly baked bagels filled the air, my glance became a stare. and It was kind of awkward (laughs) once they actually looked at me. But I was so intrigued, and I was also envious of their pace and their laughter and their pure joy of simply being together. The need for connection prevails through every human being. And if you don't believe me, you skeptics should look up all of the one another's in the New Testament. Thomas Burton, a 
Trappist monk said this. He says, We do not find the meaning of life by ourselves alone. We find it with one another. These three groups typify this, or at least they did for me in that moment. There was something wholesome and pure about that moment. I tend to be a person who runs wide open. Productivity is only slowed by reading books on productivity, and I'm not exaggerating. Their pace was a stark difference than mine. They slowed down long enough to enjoy one another. It turns out that there's more to life than just getting things done. What a thought. What a gift. A couple days ago, my wife and I were at the store, and we just so happened to walk down the aisles where the Halloween candy used to be. And it was really shocking to me because as I go down this this aisle that is mostly empty, I also realized that they were stocking it with Christmas things. And that was so, it just it just so caught me off guard, but it just made me aware of this. There is a pace that the culture runs at, and we have an option if we actually want to run at that pace or not. Of course, I, I can imagine that the shelves at your grocery stores are probably being stocked with the usual Christmas fare. And you know what that means. It means busyness. It means that once again, we can attempt the impossible feat of loading 30 hours worth of life into the 24 hours that God has actually given us. We aren't stuck, though. We could go with another option. We could slow down before life speeds up. Craig Rochelle said this. He says, most of us are living at the pace that is not only unsustainable, it's also unbiblical. You could be the judge of that. You see, every time we say yes, you're making a choice to either speed up or slow down your life. Choose wisely. I think we also should take a perspective to be the boss of your life. I'm not saying to take the place of God. Don't take it too far. What I'm saying is this. You have the opportunity of setting your own schedule. Years ago, I used to work at a place called Garrett Aviation. We had the old school time clock. You'd walk in and we had these time cards. Nothing was digital back then. And they would tell me when to be there. They would tell me when I had to leave. They would tell me when my lunch hour was supposed to be. They'd also tell me when my 15-minute breaks were throughout the day. They dictated everything about my schedule. And many times, they actually dictated the overtime schedule. And they would pat you on the back and give you a wink and say, Hey, we're working overtime. We're working tomorrow from 6 to 12. Um, do you want to be there? It, which is code for, you better be there. You see, there's opportunities for us to be the boss of our own life and not to just work at a schedule that somebody else sets for us. Of course, if we're employed, you know, we're being employed, um, you know, there's some aspect of that. I'm talking about the things in between. I'm talking about the things that we agree to do and the things that we ought not to do. You see, the holidays, they often bring more fatigue, although many people take days off work. Why is that? It's because we actually aren't utilizing that time, that time of year and this season for the gift, the rare gift that it actually has. And in these moments, if we're to be the boss of our schedule, be the boss of our life and say that I am, I'm going to change some things about my schedule and I'm not going to live at the pace of culture. Instead, I'm going to dictate my own space. Things could be different. You see, when when we allow just the holiday season to dictate our life and other people to dictate our life and everything else just going on and, and just you know all, all the other desires that we have and expectations that other people have, 
All it does is equal more stress, more irritability, bad eating choices, a lack of social connection, fatigue that oftentimes even goes into January, and we actually miss out on these family traditions. Eventually, when we live our lives at breakneck speed, we become angry, depressed, and even more prone to getting sick. The Japanese have a word for this. It's karoshi. It means death by overwork. Now, you may say, well, I'm not going to kill myself by overworking. No, you may not, but there's also another term that Larry, uh, Dr. Larry Dosey coined back in 1982 called time sickness. And he, t- he talks about the obsessiveness that we have about time and how we never have enough of it, even though we have a constant drive to do more. So what can we do? What can we do? How can we avoid being uh, angry throughout this whole season? How can we avoid the, the temptation to just operate at breakneck speed? How can we get back to some of those family traditions? How can we actually have some social connection? How is it that we can actually keep up good eating practices through this holiday season? Although you may choose to eat some sweets and do those types of things, enjoy it. But how is it that we can actually be more uh, engaged and less irritable and less stressed? So I have a couple things that you may be able to think about. If you want to be the boss of your life, be the boss of this pace of life in this busy season that is vastly approaching, I think that we can decide now to do a few things. We can decide now to do less. That if we're going to be the boss of our schedule and our pace of life, we just decide now that we're going to do less. And then from that, you can decide to be more present, to be more present. Because the beautiful thing is this, if we decide we're going to do less, then we can choose how we're going to optimize our time. If we choose and make a decision now to do less, we can then further choose how we're going to better optimize our time. And one of the things that we will have availability for is to be more present relationally in these in these family situations that we are all about to be in uh, another thing that we could decide is to disconnect socially advent season would be a great time for this november 28th through december 24th is advent that is the advent season for us uh, those of us who are in christ so disconnect socially maybe you just take this time and say you know what i'm do- i'm just going to Take a break away from social media. I'm going to take a break from outside sources. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to disconnect so I can reconnect and be more present relationally. Another thing that we could decide is don't focus on places to go. Focus on the people you see. Don't focus on places to go. Focus on the people you see. This allows us then to almost create a sense of longing, and, and the pace of life helps us in this, a longing to connect with these people maybe that you only see this time of year or a couple times of year, so that you're not just focused on, on okay, what do we have to do? What do we ha- where, where do we have to go? Where do we have to go? Where do we have to go? Instead, think about, hey, we get to go see this person, and then we get to go see this person. That, that positions our mind in such a way to where we don't become reluctantly going from place to place like just drones. Instead, we can focus on the people that we're going to see and we can connect relationally. Another thing is this. 
we can decide now to eat to enjoy the food. In this in this season, I talk to so many guys and just not just guys, but just people, because they have all multiple families and all these things that they that they tend to do. And they don't actually eat to enjoy the food and enjoy the traditions that go with the food. Instead, they just feel gorged and then they're reluctant to go to the next place. So they don't eat to enjoy. They just eat to not make someone mad if they don't eat. And I know this seems so petty, but I think that there's a rare gift this time of year. And because this time of year is connected with food and food is a great time for us to gather around the table as people, as human beings, to celebrate certain things, and also to honor people who are sitting at the table with us. I think we can decide now to get outside. Go for a walk. Sure, I don't know where you are listening from, but it may be cold. Bundle up. Go for a walk in the park. There's there's even a rare beauty when it comes to fall and winter. Don't just hide inside and being inside snuggled up to a fire, that's great. That, that's an amazing thing. But get outside. Enjoy some of that. There's some beauty to be had out in nature, even in late fall when the leaves drop and in the, in the winter. Decide now also to get some exercise. Maybe this means you start a new routine now, not waiting until you make bad decisions because of this pace of life and you, make, you have to make a big decision in January for a New Year's resolution. There's nothing wrong with New Year's resolutions, but why couldn't you start a new routine now? Get some exercise. Or maybe you just need to be encouraged to keep doing what you've been doing through this season and don't take this time off just because other things tend to kind of take your time just evaluate what's going on, be the boss of your life, set that pace, but make sure that exercise is a priority. Maybe we could decide now to create a new tradition. Just create a new tradition. Or maybe you need to bring back an old one. And that change of pace will help you to be to have more willpower to do the other things that I've just mentioned. Your schedule, gentlemen, is your choice. Your pace is within your grasp. Be the boss of your life. Henry Van Dyke said this, Time is too slow for those who wait. It's too swift for those who fear. Too long for those who grieve. Too short for those who rejoice. And for those who love, time is eternity. You know, you can learn a whole lot by people watching. This whole podcast was inspired because I thought, because I saw Three groups of people in an Atlanta bread company, and their pace of life was different than mine. And I decided that I'm going to do some things different. Maybe you need to do some things different. Maybe you're killing it in this area. One of the things that I want us to do is to just sip the coffee. Enjoy the people. And let's watch time stand still. Part of this podcast was originally a Men of Iron Minute. To subscribe to our weekly masculine boost, you can go to menofiron.org slash media slash blog. And it's also going to be in the show notes of this episode. Gentlemen, as I close this episode, I want to give you three inspiring phrases. Be a mentor. Find a mentor. Be a better man. This Men of Iron podcast is brought to you by Men of Iron. 
If you're interested in getting involved in or supporting the vision of changing a culture one man at a time, or you simply want to know more about our Strong 27 mentorship experience, Equilibrium retreats, Anchored Man video series, or Men of Iron Plus, go to menofiron.org.